on this episode of Jet City Hot Takes, terrible coaching costing the Seahawks a home playoff game. But we're in the playoffs now. We break down the Seahawks matchup against the Eagles. And we break down the rest of the wild card weekend. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to... Who am I kidding? These guys aren't pros. The starting lineup for your Jet City Hot Takes podcast. He's Boston bred. He hates seafood. And he swore to start reading more. So now he watches Netflix with his subtitles on. Corey Dillon. That is next level stupidity. And he's a Northwest native. Doesn't care what you say. Sriracha is overrated. And he sleeps with a Ken Griffey Jr. body pillow. Keith Wayne. Hey, I don't judge. You do you. Just keep it off the field. Jet City Hot Takes. Hot Takes. Wildcard Weekend. Hey, it's here. Football that we all been waiting for. I it love Wildcard Weekend. It is here. I, I love Wildcard Weekend. I hate when my team, my favorite team, is playing in it, but... Okay, you know what? No one feels bad for you. I know. I if, know. if being the three seed in the playoffs is your team's lowest point of the last decade, I don't think you're going to get any sympathy from anybody. You know, if Tom's going to win another Super Bowl, he might as well do it playing Wildcard Weekend too, right? <laughs> sure get the most out of it we can uh, a couple <laughs> things happened in the nfl right um you know black monday happened freddie kittens bye bye yeah and yeah. uh there's there's a few weird decisions like doug marone is keeping his job in jacksonville uh the giants fired pat Shermer, and still no decision in dallas at the time of this recording which is really weird to me bizarre i, I thought i read that Garrett got fired in the entire staff, but then it was like no well, he Garrett's, has another Garrett's meeting contract is up yeah but uh, this but is so like, bizarre just don't re-sign him and just go find a new head coach. Yeah, you don't even have to say you're fired. It's just like bye and bring in somebody else. And yeah. obviously, <laughs> you know they lost one of the you know I think better coaching candidates with Ron Rivera going to the Redskins. Yeah, he's going to a division rival too, so that really hurts him. <laughs> I don't know what Dallas is doing. I never Cowboys, did. you're stupid. Yes, they are. They are trash. Dumpster fire. <laughs> um, David Stern died today. Yeah, not um, a great, not a not a great NBA commissioner, but um, you I, know you never see. You I never feel bad see for his family. Uh, I don't think the people of Seattle remember him too fondly. No. So I was taught if you don't really have anything nice to say, to not say anything at all. So I'm going to be real quiet about it. <laughs> and just say, rest in peace. Rest in peace, David. What else is going on? Well, there was sort of that big Seahawks game on Sunday night that uh, will probably go down as another classic between the Seahawks and Niners. This time, we were on the short end of it, losing 26-21. Short end by an inch. Yeah, but... Re- like that game frustrated me, the, big time. The first half frustrated me. They didn't look like they were really well prepared. And then they came out in the second half and played great. But you were down thirteen. Oh, wait, up. they actually made adjustments. What? Yeah, they made adjustments, but it was too late. And they, I don't want to say it was too late because they were in a position to win it at the end of the game. And really, in the NFL, that's what you really want is to be in a position to win at the end. Yeah, but then don't kill yourself and get a, a penalty, a delay a, a delay of yeah, game that, penalty. I don't, I don't understand You're down on the one. This this makes no sense to me, and I know I texted you about it. I was very frustrated. Um, how, like, you you get it to the one-yard line, and how, how do you not have a play drawn up for that situation where, you, you know what, worst-case scenario, you go to this. You cannot take a penalty there and get moved back to the six, and then, you, you know, you constantly get How you did not have some sort of play that is just an automatic, this is what we do in this situation. If this ever happens, this is what we do. Terrible coaching. There's kind of been a pattern of that under Pete Carroll, right? I was talking to you about it. You, you're a Patriots fan. Of course, you remember this game. 
Super Bowl 49, we had that crazy catch with Jermaine Curse down the sideline where we thought it was incomplete, but it got bobbled around, popped up, he grabbed it out of the air, got up, and then and almost ran like, into the end zone. Here we go again. And then they burn a timeout, where if they have that timeout, they probably do just give it to Marshawn, right? Right. And this was kind of one of those same situations. They didn't have a play ready to go. It seems like the coaching staff, whenever a big play happens late in a game, it's like when you go to McDonald's and you ask for ice cream, and then they ask you what flavor, and you stop for a second, you're like, well, I don't know. I didn't think I'd get this far. I just wanted ice cream. <laughs> it's usually broken. I didn't expect to get this far. Yeah, I don't know how you don't have a play ready to go there. That was just that was the most frustrating part to me. Um, I do think San Francisco's the better team. I do think... Um, I, I would agree with you. You know, uh, but, but to be right there and, and get into that situation... And to just blow it like that is so frustrating, and I think that is just a hor- that was just a horrendous coaching job. I think that's why the Seahawks lost the game. A lot of people pointed to the non-passenger. I don't call. care about that. It shouldn't even have been there. It should not yeah, have had I don't, like. I don't think. I mean, obviously, yeah, I think that should have been called, but that's not why the Seahawks lost the game. The Seahawks lost the game because they got down to the goal line and shot themselves in the foot. But I do want to kind of rant about I, I that was, non-PI uh, call a little bit. I'll let you rant because it did. It did. It bothered me. It made no sense to me that they they put this rule in place. You made a huge deal about this. In the offseason, okay, we're going to be able to review pass interference now because of what happened in last year's NFC Championship game, and the, the Saints got screwed. Funny enough, you could make an argument that, okay, if they review this and overturn it, which is rare, they rarely overturn PIs on reviews, that had it been called correctly, I think, that the Saints would have a first-round buy. So the Saints got screwed again, even though there's that review call. My question is, why is this rule even here if you're not going to take the time to at least stop and review it after the play, especially when it's a game this big, where it affects the seeding of four different teams in Every, the NFC. Everybody's watching this game. It's flexed to Sunday Night Football. This is the moment where even if you don't overturn it, you go, hey, see, we put this rule here for a reason. But instead, there was nothing, and that was what bothered me about the call. I, I didn't yeah, hate not, that it wasn't called. I'm not even asking for them to overturn it. I'm just asking to at least stop and take a look. This was the That was the example like deep prime like do it this isn't a game in october that doesn't matter there was a lot of implications for a lot of different teams exactly in that game and to not at least stop and take a look blows my mind either get rid of the rule or get rid of al riveron yeah he sucks at his <laughs> job huh did you see the statement they put out well we didn't see anything in the replay that would constitute st- okay no you get your head out of your butt dude yeah. like <laughs> They need to put somebody else in that position. Uh, If you're going to have that in there and then never overturn these obvious PIs, then why is the rule even there? Beats me. That said, Niners deserve to win. They were the better team. Okay, we're on to Philadelphia. I'm cool with it. Do you want to talk about that game first? Uh, Yeah, let's talk about it. So this is a rematch of earlier in the season when the Seahawks went on the road. And I believe the final score was like 17-9, and it wasn't even really that close. The Seahawks probably could have scored more their offense wasn't really clean but that I'd point to that as maybe one of the best defensive games they've played they forced five turnovers they were getting sacks it looked like the Seahawks defense that I was hoping to see this season it didn't pan out like that the rest of the year but I think you can have a good defensive day against the Eagles because they are beat up at receiver they don't have a threat outside Zach Ertz Probably not going to be able to play this game. If he, if he did, he's not at 100%. It wouldn't be close to 100%. And I, I don't, I'm not sure what the deal is with their tackles right now, but I know that if they do play, at least Lane Johnson isn't 100%. So 
Defensively, I would expect the Seahawks to maybe not be amazing. They're not going to... I don't see five turnovers again. That's just insane. But I would expect the Seahawks to be able to create issues for the Eagles up front and make life hard for Carson Wentz, at least. I do think this is a good matchup for them. I, I think I texted you when the you know that game went final and kind of figured out who they're playing I would almost rather them go on the road and play in Philadelphia against that banged up team and Carson Wentz who I have no faith in than and I know would be hosting here granted their home record has not been great um, no and I think it has more to do with who they played against than where they played them fair enough and I know that they beat the Vikings I just think the Vikings are you know they just have more weapons and compose more of a threat I think you're right so I, I like the matchup that they have going against Philadelphia you made this point off mic they're the only road favorite yeah the Seahawks are the only road favorite wildcard weekend in this round um I, I mean I think they go in and get it done and you know that could be maybe some bias to me because I just think Wentz sucks I've never been a fan of him you uh, know I think Wentz the last few weeks has actually done a pretty good job um especially considering that who are his receivers right now JJ Arcega Whiteside and who I I don't know so I, I Considering the the tools he's had to use, he's done a pretty good job, but I don't think that's enough to overcome an actual playoff caliber team like Seattle. If Seattle loses this game, and we know that they like to play games closer than they need to be, yeah. if they lose this game, which could happen, is if the backs in Philadelphia can run against the, you know the defense. Well, even then, they're they're thin at running back too. Well, Miles Sanders is healthy, yeah. You know, I'm not 100 percent sure. I'll have to look. But uh, I, I just know he's been, he was you know he turned it on towards the end of the season and, and was a big thing for them, uh, a big player for them. I just uh, let's see, Miles Sanders was a non-participant in practice today. Ooh, okay. Well, this is going to change my whole thing. So we'll, we'll Nelson Aguilar didn't play. Um, Lane Johnson progressing from injury. I, there's Brandon Brooks, their their Pro Bowl guard, IR. They're just yeah, they're banged up. This is these are probably the two most injured teams in the playoffs. Yeah, this is a good. <laughs> this is the matchup I think that the Seahawks want. Uh, obviously, would they rather be home? Sure, but I think uh, long term I'd rather be home for a one week. For one week, yeah, I'd rather play the Eagles. But long term, I would have preferred to be the three seed. And if the Seahawks do win this, it's very unlikely that the Saints. We'll lose to the Vikings, so I'm just going to say... Yeah, you know, I'd, I'd pencil in the Saints as... So if that happens, Seahawks would go to San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Round three. Match. And it seemed like the players, after that game on Sunday, were really excited to, to have a rematch with them. I want a rematch with them. I mean, the, I don't know what it is about playing the Niners, but no matter how that game goes, when the Seahawks win... That is one of the best feelings out of any non-Super Bowl game that you can that you can imagine as a Seahawks fan. Just yeah. because it's so sweet to beat them. <laughs> I love beating the Niners. Uh, I would have loved it this Sunday, but you know what? They were the better team. That's in the past. Everyone's 0-0 zero zero now. It doesn't matter. But, uh, man, I would I would so love to have a rematch in San Francisco. <laughs> All right. Let's talk about some other matchups, uh, and then we'll, we can pick the games for fun. The five seed in the AFC, the Bills, the Buffalo Bills, back Bills. in the playoffs. I mean, I think they made it in, in like, 2011, but we're out in the first round. They, they, uh, they haven't had a win since the n- early 90s. No, they, they were in a, a, a couple, couple years, years ago. ago. So they they lost to the Jaguars. Correct. Yeah, a couple years ago. I don't know where the 11 came from. A couple years ago, they haven't had a win since the, uh, the mid-90s, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, since um, their four straight Super Bowl. <laughs> on the road to go play in Houston um and this is this is a tough game yeah I think I, I really like that Buffalo defense but I don't I just don't know if 
Josh Allen is ready to take this step. Well, and JJ Watts back. He is back. I don't. He's he's been out for a while, so I don't know. Yeah, t- how much that really helps. He's got like he's coming off a torn pec, if I'm not mistaken, after ten weeks. Yeah, I I think you're right. I really like that Buffalo defense. Tre'Davious White. I think him and Gilmore one and one a at at corner. You could swap whichever one of them you want. Um. I, I really like that Bills defense. They are nasty up front. They are stout against the run. They have a nasty secondary. But offensively, I think they might have a problem keeping pace with the Texans. Yeah, that's the, the weird thing, right? It, it, well, not the weird thing, but it's like Buffalo's a great defense. It's, it's that matchup of a great defense going against a really potent offense. There's, yeah. I mean, Houston has a lot of weapons on offense. And Houston has some duds off- offensively sometimes. They do, which is, you know, b- you know, I know I know a lot of Texans fans, and that is frustrating for them. I'm sure uh, it is. Including my fiancé. Uh, but they do have some great weapons. So uh, I think this game is actually, you know, I don't think people like look and go, oh, Bills, Bills-Houston, this is going to be an exciting game. I actually think this is going to be a very exciting game. Um, I think this might, this might be the best game of the weekend. I think it has the potential to be. Um, let's go to the next game. I'll I'll go NFC. Okay. The six seed Vikings on the road against the Saints. I think this is the most obvious outcome for Wild Card Weekend. I, I say that now. Watch watch the Vikings win. Right. Right. It, it is the big. It is the <laughs> biggest spread. Minus you know Saints are favored by seven and a half, and that's always you know something to watch out for. Like last weekend when the Patriots were the biggest favorite, fifteen and a half points over Miami, and Miami. One, so I'm sure you wanted to talk. About uh, that. There's a, there's a scary part of of being you know the big favorite. I think in these weekends, uh, I don't, I I can't really see the Saints losing this game. However, like I said, with the matchup with the I would rather the Hawks be playing the Eagles than the Vikings, just based on the weapons that the Vikings have. They do have some great weapons and a good defense. They really do. Um, my question for the Vikings is, do you have the weapons to keep up with the Saints' weapons? And I think the Saints at home, that defense can get pretty nasty with Cam Jordan coming off the edge. Uh, you got some pretty good young players in that secondary. I, of course, Drew Brees, Alvin Kamara, that that offense just – I don't see the Vikings really keeping pace with them. I think the, the Saints probably win this game by – well, I'm not going to give you a spread right. right now, but I don't see a whole lot of scenarios where the Vikings win this game. Me neither. However, I feel like there's been some weird games in New Orleans where they just end up being shootouts. Yeah. Like, and, and they both have decent defenses or good defenses. And, uh, you know, if there is any sort of chance that the Vikings win, I think it is going to be some sort of shootout game. Yeah. That it, it'll have Each to be. team just keeps scoring and it's like almost like who has the ball last type situation. Yeah. Cause they've had, they've had issues with their secondary this year. So I think, if, I think to win, they're going to have to score 30 plus points. All right, the next game. Well, we've already no, that the fourth and final game. Titans at the Patriots. Patriots five point favorites. Um, this game scares me. The Patriots played the Titans last year. Mike Vrabel, former Patriot, former you know understudy. Tom Brady's ex teammate. Yeah, like <laughs> they beat the Patriots in Tennessee last year. Um, this one's in Foxborough, so I feel a little bit better. Granted, again, that didn't matter last week when all you had to do was beat Ryan Fitzpatrick and the Miami Dolphins. But hey, no, another former coach from New England <laughs> went in there and beat him. I feel like there's a track record of Belichick understudies that... Well, they know how he prepares. Cor- they play him well. So I'm not 100% confident in this game. 
It is hard for me, and the last time I said this, so I'm going to jinx myself, I know it. The last time I said this was the Super Bowl, I think, 52, when it was the Eagles and Patriots, and I said, Nick Foles is not beating Tom Brady in a Super Bowl. Then he goes and, and then he does like it. 41 points. I feel the same way that Ryan Tannehill is not going to go ahead and beat the Patriots, especially on the road. You're right. Ryan Tannehill will not beat the Patriots. He will not be. He would not be the reason that the titans would win this game the titans are a run first really physical team if the titans win it's going to be derrick henry beating the patriots well my thing and i agree i think he is the player there like i don't know systematically how this would work but i i know they always take away your strength and they know that's the running game they're derrick henry will not have a good game i'm telling you that um then it just gets to me i, I don't know if they're just gonna throw gilmore on on Brown. AJ Brown, and then then say beat us another way. We're going to throw Gilmore on Brown. We're gonna, you're not going to run against us. This is what's happening. I, I imagine that's probably their defensive game plan. So we'll see. Um, yeah. So those are the matchups. Um, we'll kind of let's let's talk about who we think is going to win, and then we can kind of maybe project what's going to happen next week. All right. So uh, should we just I'll, I'll pick just, them in the order they're going to be played? Yes, I have that written down. So Bills at Texans, that's the first game. Let's I'm just gonna look at what time that is. That's uh 135 here on the West Coast. 135 Saturday afternoon. Bills at Texans. How you feeling? Uh it's a two and a half point spread for the Texans. I think the Texans are gonna win this game. It's gonna be close. I think this might be a Kami Fairbairn game winning field goal at the end of the game, like twenty three to twenty. Ooh, that's scary as a Texans fan. Well, you know <laughs> to what? have it on Fairbairn. <laughs> I could see it happening. I, I'm I'm gonna agree. Like I said, this is this is an interesting game to me just because it's it's that defensive team against that offensive team, and that offensive team is inconsistent at times. But so are the Bills. Uh, I agree. I think the Texans are gonna win this game. I just don't think the Bills are ready for this. I think the Bills are building towards something, and this yeah, is a nice a good core this going. is a nice little step. Um, but I think the Texans. This is where Deshaun Watson's gonna show a little bit of, you know, I get that. You know, he, when he came out and, and the Texans drafted him, I was living in Texas, and when they drafted him, I was happy for them because I was like, this kid has it. You know that he was my he was my that favorite quarterback. It, that draft. it factor of you know he just has it. Whatever it is, he has it. Uh, this is his opportunity to show it. The fans are going to be pumped. Watts coming back. There's going to be a lot of energy in that building. Uh, I think the Texans win as well. Uh, the next game. That's going to be Saturday evening, 5.15 here on the West Coast. The Titans add Patriots. Uh, like we said, five-point favorite for New England. Um, I'm probably – it's going to be hard for me to ever pick against the Patriots, I think. Um, no, it won't because the two other teams are better than them. Um, <laughs> so I think the Patriots do get it done at home. Uh, it's, it's hard for me – to I, I just can't see the Titans coming into Foxborough and beating them when it's the playoffs. It's just a different a different level, and I just don't I don't see it happening. Uh, New England's going to get it done, I think. But I a five point spread. I think that the Titans are a good enough team to keep it close and maybe put a little bit of scare in you. Uh, no, it's it's I'm already scared. I, I, I think that this was the worst case matchup for the Patriots. I think they're still going to win. But definitely, you're going to be worried about this. Going I, well, into the fourth I think, quarter. regardless, uh, the Titans get in on that six seed. Whoever was in that three position, whether it was Kansas City, whether it was Houston, or the Patriots, um, the Titans were the worst matchup. You know, you were yeah. almost rooting for that Steelers or that miracle of Oakland getting in. <laughs> um, but yes, we both on the Patriots, uh, Vikings at Saints. Uh, Vikings at honestly, New Orleans. 
I, I don't see how the Vikings keep you, up with them. I love how you say it so just nonchalantly. Like, no, there's, this is the game that I would not be shocked if the Vikings win. Just because... See, I wouldn't be shocked if the Titans beat the Patriots, but I would, I would be the most surprised if the Vikings beat New Orleans. Now it's going to happen. I do. I'm gonna, I'm gonna pick the Saints, but this is the one where I see where I, if I'm assuming the majority of people, you know, the way we're going is probably where a lot of people are feeling. Yeah. Um, this is the one that I think if there's an upset of the uh, common folk or what people are picking, it would be this game. I don't know why. I have no idea that that miracle happened in Minnesota last time they played. The Saints got screwed last year with that non-call pass interference. They got screwed this year because of the non-review that could have possibly given them a first-round bye. Yeah, New Orleans just has some sort of they've got bad voodoo. <laughs> bad, yeah, some bad juju, and <laughs> you know, this is the one where I say people watch out because I think the Vikings, if they have a good offensive day can hang with really anybody uh but i'm gonna pick the saints as well because i don't have the balls to pick the vikings <laughs> uh and then the final game seahawks at eagles um i think we're both on the same page with this one as well um go for it uh seahawks are the only road favorite this weekend and for a reason the nfc east was pretty weak so i mean one of the teams from that division had to make it in it's the eagles that said, I think they're tougher than people give them credit for. I wouldn't overlook them by any means. I think they are a good team. They're just banged up. But Seattle, a one-and-a-half-point road favorite. They're 7-1 and one on the road this year, including a win in Philadelphia. Russell Wilson has played, I think, 14 postseason games up to this point. Carson Wentz, this is his first playoff game. <laughs> I don't know if people realize it or not, yeah, but Nick that's Foles in- has been the starting quarterback for their other playoff games. That is interesting. That's an interesting little factoid. I think, honestly, when you get into the playoffs, who you have at quarterback is so important. And I will take Russell Wilson against Carson Wentz every single time. Seahawks. I'm with you. Um, the Eagles are just too banged up. I do think they've had a kind of stronger second half of the season. I think they've won four in a row. Yeah, like, and, and with these injuries, but it's it's not going to happen. And I do not have a lot of faith in the Seahawks team whatsoever um, in their defense and, and really what they've done all year long. Uh, but I do like them on the road here in Philadelphia. So for the first time this season, we picked all the same teams. Huh. Well, granted, it's not with the spread. So if we pick everything right, that'll send the Texans to Baltimore next week. Patriots will go to Kansas City for the divisional round, a rematch of a you know playoff game from last year. Uh, the Saints would end up going to Green Bay. That would be a really tough game. And to be honest, this is where I think that Saints team is fraudulent is because they're a dome team. And if they have to go play in Elements in Green Bay, that's going to be an issue for them. Uh, and then we would have the Seahawks on the road in San Francisco for a third matchup. That's this what season. I want. Yeah, I That's think the one I want. We are all rooting for that. Um, man, playoff football is here. That season flew by. I'm excited. Me too. Let's uh, let's see what happens. Enjoy the games this weekend, and we will talk to you next week. Go Hawks. Go Patriots.